Hey guys, welcome to Inside Anna's Mind podcast. I hope you're well. I am doing good. I just did a few handstands, so I'm actually a little bit out of breath, but I basically regularly get feedback on a particular episode on my Instagram and it's the podcast episode coping with a breakup and I posted it nearly a year ago and people were just like, you know, this has really helped me and I'm going through a breakup, etc., etc. And so I thought, why don't like I go listen to it again and see if anything let's say I don't agree with or that I do agree with or just like even listen back to it and then add on things that I've learned and everything like that and I went to go sit down this morning and listen to it and I actually agreed with everything I said I was like wow and it actually made me some of the points I said made me reflect on my current like you know not situation I'm in, but just kind of like, are you putting yourself first? Like all of these little things. And so I think instead of going through all the points again and trying to re-explain them, because what I think like is, you know, what I said was, was pretty good. I actually just recommend if you are going through a breakup to listen to that one. And on this episode, I just want to share the things that I've learned from this last year in like relationships, etc. too. And although I haven't had a you know quote-unquote boyfriend and gone through a quote-unquote breakup I have had my fair share of emotional turbulence situationship vibes what I've learned from it and all of that stuff and I think sometimes when it's not an official thing it can actually be more emotionally challenging and when you do try end it's even harder than a breakup like sometimes depending on the situation and so I am going to share my new advice and my new things. And I will talk about some of the things that I talked about in the other episode. But yeah, this last like, I think it's been 10 months has been so transformative. And I'm honestly so proud of myself because I think I've never made so much like growth in myself within relationships. And I think relationships are always kind of a reflection on ourselves too. And so by working on that stuff, I found that, you know, myself in as a general has grown so much. One of the biggest things that I have really understood this year is how much you are a priority and that you are not selfish for putting yourself first and understanding that your happiness is a priority. And to think that eight months ago, Anna, even a year ago, or two years ago, or three years ago, but even up to eight months ago, if someone caused me, and I'm not gonna say caused me like it's their fault, but if a situation or person consistently made me upset, or like I was emotional, I never thought that I deserved to have peace. And that it was something that I was allowed to almost like put a boundary in because of. I thought maybe there's something to fix or maybe that it's not their fault and it's my fault or just so many different things. But let's just say my boundaries now are so different. If someone comes into my life and I find that I'm getting regularly upset and, you know, I do hold my own responsibility too. It's not the fact that I'm like, right, anybody comes into my life, you're not allowed to make me upset because life is life and things are going to happen. But if you're like inconsistent and you're on and off or you're going to play games with me or you're going to like make me feel low and make me question things, 
I don't want it. And I almost respect myself too much to allow too much emotional disturbance in my life. I am absolutely fine with communicating and please tell me if I've done something to hurt you. Please tell me if there's something up or, you know, you, tell me how you feel, but don't not tell me how you feel and then air me or then be off with me and then do this and then I go cry in my room. No, not happening. Whereas I used to let that happen. I used to not know that I was allowed to even have that boundary. Even if I just take a second to reflect on my 17 year old self versus me now, the boundaries are so like different and crazy. My 17 year old self, I think she even was at 18 at one point. I had a like a boyfriend at the time and it was quite toxic. And there was just repetitive kind of, he would be talking to other girls. He would be like denying my reality. Like I would actually see things going on. I'd see messages, I would see stuff. And he would like say all of this stuff, like you're the one crazy, you're the one this, made me feel like I was crazy. Um, a lot of kind of emotional, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it was kind of, it was a roller coaster. And to think that I even let the fact that he was cheating or whatever, let that slide alongside all of the other emotional upset I let him kind of put on me, right? Because yes, it's a two way thing, but it's also my responsibility to not let that in anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I didn't have that. I didn't have a boundary to be like, you can't upset me, I'm gonna walk away. What I would do was say, we're gonna break up. Like, you're not allowed to do this to me. And then the next day I'd just go back to his. Like, that's not having boundaries if you go back to him. So that was my previous self. And to think, let's say now, let's say, let's just talk about this current month. The idea, of someone even slightly causing me anything within a week. Like if you cause me a one thing in a week, I'm like, what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Like the idea of inconsistency or the idea of emotional games or just all of that stuff. I'm like, ew, no, I'm, I've got my life to do. Like, and I don't, I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't care who you are. I don't want it. And so it's just so weird to like put those two next to each other. One girl who let all of the emotional stuff slide and the physical stuff that he was doing me wrong and the toxicity. And then one side of just like, you won't play games with me. And again, not to say that we can't communicate or have conversations or allow someone, like allow the other person to speak their truth. And, you know, potentially I get a little bit upset by that, but not like, oh, I'm then out your life. I'm talking like games and all that stuff. And so, yeah, it was just crazy. And I also had a friend the other day who had stuff going on in her like relationship. And I was like, bro, I don't even let a guy like upset me, let alone upset me, let alone upset you, do stuff to you, be mean to you and you let them get away with it. But again, I used to be that girl. So I can completely understand how you do let those things slide. And, you know, my advice, if you're a friend experiencing like seeing another friend go through something like a tough relationship. I used to always want to get my hands in there and, you know, help pull someone out or tell them that, you know, this is going on. But really like everyone is in their own journey and they are only going to get out of something when they are ready to, and they may not be ready to process things. And the most that you can do is just be a consistent friend and be like, I'm here. And you can be, you can be real honest. You can be like, that person's not treating you right, but I'm here. 
that person's not treating you right, but I'm here. Do you know what I mean? Instead of like really getting tangled up into like every conversation with them and, and trying to be their therapist and trying to pull themselves out of it. Like it, you're gonna lose your energy within it. You've almost just got to trust the process. You got to let everyone go through their own thing. Because I remember when I was in my relationship, my toxic one, no matter how many times my friends told me like, bro, like this is not good. I just couldn't hear it until I finally saw it myself. Do you know what I mean? It always comes from ourselves. The next thing I know so many people are gonna relate to. And that is when a guy says, I don't want a relationship right now. I don't think I want something or I'm not quite ready. We take it as a project and we run with it. We go, well, I'm going to make you want to have me. I'm going to be the best quote unquote girlfriend that you're going to want a relationship. And honestly, like, just don't do it. I think it comes from a place of not actually listening to what they say and you run with your hopes and dreams. And oh my God, have I been there. Like I've literally had someone say that to me for months and months and months and it still didn't go through my little pea brain. And then every time I thought we were near to going out, they would be like, no, it's not what I want. And I'd be heartbroken. Like I hadn't heard it before. But but it, what's amazing is that when you when it does finally click with your brain, it does actually click with your brain. And then it saves you so much emotional turbulence because you can actually recognize that that's not what they want at the time. And then you're actually able to like step back and just focus on yourself instead of constantly making like it a project. And I think you waste so much energy trying to create something like this may or may not be you, but if it is like, you know what it's like to be with a guy or girl and push so hard or want so hard for you guys to become a thing. But like, have you actually given it a second to think about what it would be like if you were in a relationship and if they would match your needs and wants and whether, you know, it would work with your boundaries. Because I know for a fact that like so many of my boundaries and wants and needs were not met in the journey of it, but I kind of ignored it. And all I cared about was getting the label so that I can calm down because I would have that kind of commitment established. And then I thought everything else would be resolved, but really you would kind of have, I'm not saying the same person because obviously people grow, but I don't think a label solves everything. Okay, so the next thing I wanna talk about is the fact that no one is a bad person they are just hurt, you know, we all get hurt in different ways through childhood, parents, trauma, experiences. We learn different ways to cope, to not communicate, to communicate our needs, our wants, everything, okay? So let's say you're in a relationship with someone or you're going through something with someone and people around you are saying he's a bad person, but you just know, no, they're hurt. Like, you know, maybe I need to be there for them or, or I shouldn't leave when they're at their worst. But all I want to say is just because people are, let's say, a little bit more hurt and they're not quote unquote a bad person, but they're not treating you the best, it does not mean you stay. Okay? Just because someone else has their stuff, it does not mean you drop your boundaries for them. You are abandoning yourself for them. And so, you know... I've heard friends say before, like, I feel like I'm not being there for them or that I'm just kind of leaving them when they're at their worst and I should love them at all stages. It's like, 
No, because you're abandoning yourself in the process of it, okay? If they are emotionally or physically abusive or not even abusive, maybe there's just like a lot of emotional stuff going on and you know, you have all your points lined up and it's not right for you. Just because someone is hurt, it doesn't mean you stay. I just wanna say that because I know exactly what it's like. And this is like an older, like this was a, definitely an older version of myself. When you're with someone and you can see that they're a hurt person. And so they're low key hurting you, but you excuse it because you're like, oh, they've got their like trauma. They've got their own stuff. No, they, they, they're allowed to be hurt and they're allowed to do their stuff, but not you're not allowed to let it happen to you. Do you know what I mean? It's your responsibility to step away from yourself. You need to remember that your younger self is still living inside of you. Like he or she is still there. He, she, they, I'm not sure you can call it in it, but they are still there. And by ignoring them to put someone else's needs first, who's actually hurting yourself too, it's not the way to go. So I just wanted to remind you guys of that. The next thing I wanna talk about is, you know those people that are like push and pull? Or you go around in cycles with people and you're like, oh my Lord, when will this end? We get back together, we stop. We get back together, we stop, blah, blah, blah. One person is always a little more on the I want you side. The other person is a little more on the I don't want you side, but then they keep coming together and they keep coming apart. When someone continuously comes in and out your life, the cycle will end when you realize that it will just happen again. So what happens is, is if something keeps happening and then you think you know I won't go back to them but then you start getting closer again and then you think oh, I'll be different this time they will want me this time they will be nice to me this time it will just happen again like that is the act of the cycle the cycle stops when you put a boundary in and let's say they come back and the the, the easy part is um putting in the boundary when they don't want you. The hard part is putting in the boundary when they say they do want you. When they start saying, oh, I want you now or I miss you and you not to go back to them. That's the hard part. And one thing that really helped me was understanding that it's a continuous thing that happens. They will continuously come back and say, I want you at points where you've potentially moved on a little bit. And then you're like, oh my God, am I going back here? But to understand that those words coming out their mouth doesn't necessarily mean it's, like not gonna say true because someone could want you, but it doesn't mean that they can commit to it. So understand that they've said this stuff to you before and that they weren't actually able to commit and know that it will just happen again. So know that even if they say, I want you or miss you, it won't actually follow through. It won't actually turn into your greatest hopes, dreams and desires that they're your boyfriend or your hubby or your girlfriend, whatever. But yeah, that really helped me a lot. Like when they come back, you actually go, mm, actually, no, you, you can't come back in. And the thing is, they will probably for a long time keep being like, oh, I miss you or I want you or whatever, because, you know, it's easy for them. And it's easy for you to drop your boundaries and be like, okay, come back into my life. But if you know, like, that's not the situation or you, you know exactly what the situation is and that it keeps causing you this emotional turbulence and all of this stuff, protect yourself. Like, genuinely protect yourself. It's, it's helped me a lot. And this is a my next point is a very interesting one. And it's that I used to think that your partner had to be the same as you, same goals, same dreams. And I thought, you know, when they say like, oh, the people that you hang out with the most, like your closest five or your closest people, 
is who you will become. So I always thought, right, I've got to surround myself with people who are really, really like me. And I've kind of learned that it, not that it's not true, but you don't have to date someone who is exactly like you. And I have a work friend who's a lot older than me and she has like a partner of like so many years and she was like, they are so different. And at the beginning she'd be upset because they wouldn't have the same interest so they couldn't go do like things, you know, she wanted to go to like a CrossFit class and he didn't and he wanted to do something else. At first that really upset her, but then she kind of realized then she gets to have her own life. She gets to go off and do her things by herself, meet new friends, have like her own separate stuff. And then they get to come together. And so it's not that I've completely got one fixed mindset of whether or not you need to be the same or not, but it's actually that I have an open mindset to you're allowed to be different. You're allowed to have different interests. You know, you're allowed to be very similar and have the same interests, but I definitely don't have that fixed mindset that you have to be the exact same anymore. Um, and one of the things my therapist actually pointed out was that, you know, a lot of the time, the big stars or the big names, their partner is a regular person who stays at home or doesn't necessarily stay at home, but like it just keeps them grounded. And you don't always have to have a big star with a big star and not saying I'm a big star. Well, actually I am a big star, just a big star in the, the shiny night sky. Um, but in terms of let's say like career wise and stuff, I can do it on my own. Like I, I can be on this journey by myself and come back to someone who potentially isn't in the exact same industry. But again, it's not all set in stone and I'm always kind of learning on the go, but it's just a new thing that I've kind of realized. So, you know, whether or not you're going through something where you're like, oh, we're not the same. I think something that I'm, learning at the moment to like put in is to not adapt you know coming from someone who went through a certain childhood I very much learned how to adapt to people and so that meant when I got into relationships I would adapt to them and do what they would want what they would need and I'd completely forget what I would want or need and it wasn't even in part of my vocabulary to voice it and recently I've kind of been shown that I do need to voice it and that, you know, if I'm going to spend time with someone, if I want to do a certain thing, I can say it. It's just so very scary for me. And it's not the fact that the other person will say, no, we can't, or I don't want to do that. It's just a scary thing for me. Like the act of saying, well, could we go for a morning walk? Or could we go to the gym? Or, you know, could we do something more on my wavelength? Um, that That's very like new for me. And so I think sometimes we put all the blame on the other person that, oh, they're very different to me or like they live a lifestyle that I don't wanna live and so I don't wanna be with them. But like, have you actually tried doing your lifestyle with them and maybe not adapting for once? Cause that's what I'm trying to do at the moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's also a part of me within like relationships these days that like I flick into a mindset of, I just love, being by myself and I think that's what like living alone has done for me and not in a bad way at all but like I love my life and I like my systems or not even systems but like I just generally like my lifestyle and I like my own company and I like being a free spirit and I like just doing my own day 
And sometimes it makes it a little bit harder when you get close to other people because they, you know, people come into your life to bring up stuff for you. And so I could very much live alone my whole life, but I'm going to grow so much more as a person if I actually let people in because they're going to bring stuff up for me. They're going to quite literally, I'm going to have uncomfortable feelings at points that will bring stuff up for me so that I can grow. And I think that's something to know that you, yes, there's a whole journey. That was a really weird sound. Like, um, yes, there's a whole journey of being there for yourself, loving yourself, being really stable in yourself and that you can turn up for yourself, but also allowing people in and not completely closing off and like being like, right, I'm completely fine with my lifestyle at the moment and I don't want anyone to disturb it. Whereas really sometimes we need those disturbs disturbances because they present to us what we need to work on next. And so although it's uncomfortable, sometimes it's needed. And that's not to say that you should stay in the not so great situationships. It's just don't block everyone out and know that everyone that comes into your life has something to teach you. And sometimes it's going to teach you to voice your needs. Sometimes it's going to teach you to put in boundaries because they're actually not a great person and that you do need to put that boundary in. Sometimes it's going to teach you that men are still loving because I used to think they weren't and I thought they were horrible. And then you get a nice boyfriend and you learn that they're very nice and there are nice ones out there. Do you know what I mean? Like each person brings you something else. And so, yeah, that's something to always like have a mindset about relationships. It's actually a great way for yourself to learn about yourself. And I very much have kind of talked about this all the way through, but a very big understanding of mine is that I've understood that emotional turbulence will affect me and it's my responsibility to protect it no one else's it's not about other people being perfect it's not about not letting anyone in or anything but if someone is going to come into my life and I'm going to feel more down days than up or even more down days than I would normally feel in my own life it's my responsibility to put in boundaries so that doesn't happen like I've had experiences on the more like recent end of this, like what's it called year? I don't know, like recently, but not recent, you know what I mean? Where, you know, someone will be like off with me and then, but like in a bit more of, I'm not gonna say like playing games, but just like a little bit on the silly side, like, and I just had to go the next day and be like, communicate with me next time, straight up. Like, tell me how you feel about things. I'll be there, call me, we resolve things, but this won't happen again. And um, that's where like the growth happens because you're kind of saying like, I, I don't allow this emotional stuff. You can talk to me, tell me how you feel. I'm not gonna say to you like, I'm one of those like boss babes and not boss babes, but you know when like you've got this whole anti soft girl thing and everyone's like, well, fuck off if you don't wanna be in my life or like I can do anything without you. Like I'm not giving that energy. I'm just saying, don't come in and mix things around and dip in and out, like come in, tell me what you're feeling, tell me what's going on, etc., And we can go from that. I can work with that stuff. I can work when you tell me what's going on. I can't work when you don't tell me what's going on. Uh, the next thing is when you don't know what's best for you and you don't know what's the right decision and you're in a bit of a battle with your own brain. You're like, should I do this? Should I stay? Should I go? Should I be by myself? Should I be with someone? All of these things, or like whether you're questioning whether like you're free or not, I think 
you know, sometimes going into relationships, it can be like this, or when you're far into a relationship, maybe dating for like a year or a couple of months or two years or whatever, and it starts happening where you don't feel like you're being your true self. And you think that's why you think of a breakup because you're like, well, I'm not going to the gym. I'm not doing my things. We're watching TV every night. This isn't the lifestyle I want. And you're kind of like building up this story that they're kind of what's caused that. When something that I want you to think about is, can you be the person that you are truly meant to be, you know, at this point of time within the relationship or within the situationship and see if like, if they're gonna chat shit or be like, what are you doing? If you start doing something better for yourself, it's a very easy ticket ride out. It's a very easy clarification of what potentially needs to happen. Because if you start going to the gym or if you start living a better lifestyle and they're like, why are you waking up so early? Or why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You could be like, bro, don't you dare stop me from being my best self. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we could sometimes shock ourselves and we could start doing that and they might join on with us they might start waking up with you earlier or start doing the activities that you want to do but you would never know that because you never started doing it within like like between yourselves so I guess my advice is to be 100% you start doing more you stuff and then see what happens instead of kind of creating these scenarios in your head whether you should or shouldn't be together or whether or not you would be better off without them it's like can you just try be more yourself? And then, you know, you never know that could always trigger the other person and they could be start, they like they could start saying stuff or not agreeing with what you're doing. And then it's a very easy, like, well, I'm doing what's best for me right now and you're not okay with that. So then I'm not okay with us being together. Do you know what I mean? Not the fact that, oh, okay, I'll just go back to like our ways. No, no, no. I'm going to continue being my best self. You either join the ride or don't. Do you know what I mean? So that's like a a little mindset. I think at the end of the day, when big things happen to us, whether we go through a breakup or we get fired from a job or we lose a job or, you know, something big like that happens, it's almost the universe's way to like redirect us on your greater path because everything does happen for a reason. And sometimes we need big events to push ourselves in certain directions. And then there's other times where there's a lot of small things that keep happening. And we're like, why does the universe keep doing this to me? Or let's say, why does this boy thing keep happening? Or why does this job thing keep happening? And I think the way to rephrase it is what is it trying to teach me? What is it trying to get in my brain? Why does it keep happening? What do I need to do to stop it happening? What can I put in place? Um, and that's really, really helped me recently because it makes the big tough situations easier because you understand it's redirection. And then the small things that keep happening, you're like, I think I need to pay a bit more attention. I think something needs to shift or change. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a lot more of kind of my recent realizations with relationshipy stuff and just things that I've kind of put together. Um, whereas if you are going through a breakup, there's definitely a lot more like when I was going through a breakup, more of that advice and things that you may need to hear on that episode it was called coping with a breakup if you search it up um but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this episode please let me know how you found it I know I don't always go into relationship stuff but I always think that you know it's interesting or helpful because I think we forget how 
like big part of it is of our lives. I know for a fact that situation stuff consumed me for like eight months of this year. And so it's tough, but things always, always do get easier. And it's just a matter of turning up for yourself, loving yourself, being there for yourself. And everything does kind of slip into place um, or maybe fall into place. Um, but yeah, I'm sending so much love. I just want you to remember to focus on you, make yourself the priority and that you are not selfish for doing that. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. Bye.